Welcome to Redefining Success, the Kingdom Builder Spotlight. I'm your host, Eric L. Dunavant, the Mindset Disruption Strategist and President and CEO of Paradium. My teams and I redefine success for purpose-driven families and businesses by challenging social norms and balancing family and finance to build kingdom impact and generational prosperity. I believe that there are families and businesses that have learned to give a new definition to the word success from a kingdom perspective. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the next 20 to 30 minutes where we take traditional thinking and turn it upside down. Hi, this is Eric L. Dunavant, the Mindset Disruption Strategist. Welcome to Redefining Success, the Kingdom Builder Spotlight. Today, joining me, and we're going to have a great time, is Chad Burmeister. Uh, we've got a story together on how we met um, and how God brought us together that was really a kingdom story, and I think we're going to get into that. He is the CEO of XHuman.ai and the founder of the Living a Better story retreat, which we definitely want to spend some time talking about as well. So stick around. You're going to enjoy the next 30 to 40 minutes with Chad as we kind of unpack everything that God is doing in his life. Chad, thank you so much for being here. Eric, it's awesome to be here. And when you introduced the podcast just now, Redefining Success, over my shoulder, it says success. Ah, It does. it, It says some people dream of success while others wake up and work hard at it. And so I think there's some dichotomy going on there because a lot of people think, God, you know, hey, just bring it all to me. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and yet if we just sat on our couch all day and did nothing, then nothing would really happen in our That's lives. Right. So a lot of times, right, what I learned from you at that very first Living a Better Story retreat was a simple thing. Pray, mm. read the Bible, yep. and act. Right. And so act is the important part of that. So, you know, follow success, pray, listen to God, yeah, and then do what he, what, what he asks you to do. Pretty simple equation. That's pretty simple. Pretty simple. Chad, you and I have enough history together. I don't want to lose our listeners over you and I having a cup of coffee and a visit, you know, while we're here together. Why don't you give my listeners just kind of a 30,000 foot view of you and who you are so they have a little bit of perspective? Um, yeah, well, it's funny. I've got some skateboards hanging on my wall. That's how I started, right? I was kind of a rebel without a cause living in the neighborhood that I now live in. So I made a 360 oh, wow. turn all the way around the world. Um, I, I was the rebel because to, to be truthful, I didn't think my dad loved me. And so mm-hmm. I made up a story about it. And it caused me to do a lot of things in my life that were proving that he should love me. And I had to measure up. So if I go back to the skateboarding, uh, a little bit of a shaved side of a head and a mohawk, like those are the things that I did as a as a rebel to try to earn my dad's favor and love. Mm. And and so what's what's wild is that, you know, I've traveled to New Zealand, to Hong Kong, to Italy. I lived in North Carolina. I lived in Arizona. I lived in California. I've I've seen and discovered the world. And now it brought me back to within 2.5 miles of my parents' house so that I can spend more time with them. And now, you know, while we moved into the new house, 
dad's out there shoveling the driveway, helping me put up shelves, helping me unpack. And, you, you know, he what I learned looking back is that he showed love in a different way. I wasn't receiving it. And so mm. that's that's the root. Um, since then, I've I've been successful, successful in my yeah. career, according to the world's view. Right. Written four or five books, a couple of kids books recently. Um, I'm a very happy and excited for that because of the way we can change the world. But I always shot for the brass ring. I was always like, okay, if I can make more money than my dad made, because he, he told me about that one time. He goes, just shoot for happiness. Don't worry about it. If you don't make the money I make, and I'm like, oh, that means I need to go work harder, you know, and, and show them. <laughs> and so the year that I made more, I faxed him the copy of my W-2. And I'm like, hey, check it out. How about now? Do, I, mm. do you see me now? Yeah. So, you know, all those stories, I started in transportation sales right out of college. And then I learned that there's 8% margins. So there's not a lot of pieces of the pie to go around. Yeah. Um, so then I did an MBA in information technology. And then I went into software where there's 80% margins. <laughs> so you build a piece of pizza and hey, there's eight out of 10 that are left to give to people. And that's yeah. where it's like, oh, being in a better margin business was important. Um, each of the moves from transport to software company one to, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, probably or so. Um, they're, they're all a little, they're challenging at times because you're mm -hmm. having to stretch yourself and learn and grow. Um, but at the same time, very rewarding because now all of that learnings and knowledge is just unconscious competence. And so people ask you questions. Someone called right before this call, Chad, what do I do? I've got a guy who doesn't have any meetings for the next six weeks scheduled. He makes $160,000 a year. What do I do? Hmm. You know, we were able to talk through the way to do it that the way God would want you to do it. Yeah. The right way. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's the background. I've, I've built a couple of different companies, um, software, as well as living a better story. My business card now has the two things that I do. Xhuman, which is technology that helps people reach out to their prospects more effectively. We yep. call it exponentially human. Mm. And the, the hidden secret is if you tip the card. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, right. I love that. <laughs> so I'm just happy to be alive. I'm turning 49 in a week or so. Uh, and, and I'm just, I, God made me for a purpose. Yeah. And over the years, leaning in and discovering what that purpose is, and then knowing that I, I'm only at halftime in the game, and I've mm. got another two quarters to go live out that purpose. Yeah. And that's extraordinary. Absolutely. Absolutely. And talk a little bit about, you know, you, you said that you, you've started to kind of uncover your purpose. I think especially for people who are listening and you talk about like success is purpose or making more than your dad may. I mean, sometimes we get this idea that purpose is caught up in the stuff that we have or our overall accomplishments. Talk a little bit kind of about your journey to uncovering purpose and what that's looked like versus maybe what the world would define as success as you've got on the wall. We said this is redefining success. Talk a little bit about that, about how the world would measure what the right purpose is versus kind of what you've discovered along the way. Well, it's it, here's an interesting uh, conversation. Robert White, who's part of Living a Better Story, and has, yeah. he's educated 1.3 million people on real human transformation stuff. 
And so when they brought in an outside CEO of one of his four or five firms, they changed the goal from butts and seats, which means we're going to transform this many people's lives, right? Like the, the thing, if I can get people to come to the four day event and then go to the advanced event, everything else will take care of it. I don't care about revenue. I don't care about costs. Let's just go for that. Yeah. The new guy came in and said, Hey, wait, I've been around a while. We got to go from 50 million in sales to hundred million. Mm. Everything imploded very, very rapidly. Yep. Very rapidly. So if keeping the main thing, the main thing and understanding what the main thing is and what your, what your life's purpose is, there's a really cool website on purpose.me. Mm. And I've got a code that I'm happy to share with people. It's like $8, maybe 15 to buy this. And it, think of March Madness, right? We're probably in that season right now. Yeah, you're getting close. You're getting close. <laughs> you're getting close. So when you bracket this team versus this team, and then finally it comes down to the end, that's what this two-word purpose statement does. Mm. And this guy, Kevin McCarthy, who's been doing this for 30 years, he wrote a book on purpose. He's invested a lot of time on it. He'll go into an inner, inner city and he'll go, okay, what are you guys interested? Oh, I want to meet girls, you know, the 16 year old, 15 year old kids in the inner city. Well, when he does this bracketized purpose statement and it goes, what's more important to you, meeting a girl or discovering your purpose? Discovering my purpose. Like they, you're innately driven to truly uncover what your purpose is. Yeah. So when you do this exercise, my purpose at the end of it was embracing grace. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, duh. Like when Jarvis came out of the woodwork and his ministries called Saved by Grace Ministries, and I'm I'm helping him, donated my Rolex watch to his cause. Yeah. That was a big deal. Yeah, I bet. $2,500 worth of <laughs> watch. And it's like, that's because it's so on purpose, right? Yeah. Showing people that God's grace, no matter what it is they've done, no matter what it is has occurred. One, one gentleman, he was arrested 33 times. Mm. He found Jesus in prison seven years ago, sobered up. And now I would bet money on Billy that he, you will, there is no way he will ever break that relationship. And, and he walks the path straighter than most people that go to church on Sundays. Wow. So, so discovering that purpose, here's another one, Eric, check this out. This was in the last 24 hours. I got introduced to this guy who, wow, he lived in Chicago. He did bad things. In fact, was going to be charged with murder. And then he prayed and prayed and prayed. This was decades ago. Praise. He gets pulled out of Chicago and charged with. Didn't He didn't say I did it, but he did say was going to be charged with. So whatever all that means. Yeah. We get pulled to a farm in Iowa, mentored by this Iowa farmer on being a Christian, being a good person he goes on to be to train and create the programs for ford and toyota like the number one salesperson in the world for auto dealers and then his wife dies in 2010 his son died. she committed suicide if i remember right the son dies and you're just like holy cow he goes into two years of downward spiral again then he become he goes into real estate and becomes like the number one realtor salesperson in the world really and so he gets to talk to people like Les Brown and give them guidance and understanding and yet when we talked about purpose yesterday he said I'm coming to your next event I saw some of the videos and 
I'm really struggling with my purpose. So I had him fill out the form and do the brackets. And it came down to imparting wisdom. Mm. It's like, okay, how's that feel for you? And he was just like, yeah, that's my whole life's work. Like, mm. that's what I do. So, man, it's not about the dollars. It's about who do you impact? For me personally, it's eternity. Like, mm. let's not optimize for today, tomorrow, or the next day. Yep. And that's where you and I are just in so alignment. Like, you've, you taught us at that event, you're, you're, your job, your responsibility is two generations down, right? My yep. kids and their kids. Yep. Yeah, After that, about. hey, now now you're on your own, but, uh, you know, <laughs> kind of. Um, I know. But it really is up to them that you pass the baton. Times change, yep. and then it's up to the next generation, two down. So optimizing for eternity and making mm. decisions that when everything ends, did I do my, did I not do my part? Was I the person? Did I be the extraordinary person God made me to be? So I want to challenge you a little bit on this because here's what, I mean, I'm listening to you talk about all this and this sounds like fantastic, but if I'm listening in, I start to get a little skeptical for one reason, Chad, is because it all sounds like it's been sunshine and rainbows. So you, I mean, I know you well enough to know that there have been bumps along the way. There have been places of like where this didn't work. There have been places of like where you were stuck and you had to call out to God and you had to learn this for yourself. You have it. This isn't something you've always known. And I know this to be true for you because I know you, but also this is true for everybody. I mean, for anybody that's listening, that's like stuck, like, man, Chad sounds like he's got it so good. It hadn't always been so good. So tell a couple of stories, if you could, just about kind of how you came into this, where you struggled, where really you, God found you, right? Because a lot of times that's exactly what it is. We, we like to say we found God. I think more times than not, God finds us. He finds us. Well, I, I was lucky enough that my parents and my grandparents were very supportive, brought us to the church on Sundays. And, you know, and, and there were times where I'm like, oh, I don't feel good. And then I'm out playing hockey in the street <laughs> while they're at church, right? Like, <laughs> but generally, I, I was imparted a lot of the stories. We had a great book, Marion's book of Bible stories and it's got mm. pictures and I still have the copy from my grand great grandmother great great grandmother that was passed to my mom and now I have the Bible yeah. and so I always knew the stories and I knew what to come back to mm. so that was helpful to under to gain an understanding as a kid I would say I had an advantage because I was given that wisdom sure now when you go off the path even in college I would go to church once a quarter or something, right? And certainly on, uh, on Easter and, and Christmas, but but I did always have this. Well, when, when bad things happen, like a head-on car accident and my friend almost dies, but he meets an angel on the ride from the accident scene to the hospital in Arizona. Yeah. That was, that's an eye-opening experience where I'm like, oh, wait. And as a result of that, a year later, I proposed to my then girlfriend for four years Mm. And it, it really woke me up and said, what's important to you? And God showed up in that moment. It wasn't, it wasn't just the, the thought of God. Yeah. It was an angel that literally the, the people behind us, when they wrote up the scene of the crime and you read it, it, they said it looked like my friend was picked up and placed, picked up and placed 20 feet away. Wow. Right. And he scraped his face. He bumped his head. But when I went up to him and I, you know, imagine you're laying there and it looks like you're dead. And I was like, Brian, Brian, I shook him a little. 
And then he finally comes to and he goes, dude, how's my face? And I was like, okay, Brian's okay. He's going to make it through this. Because <laughs> right? that's what he cared about. But that was, that was a traumatic moment that had a silver lining that caused me to look at life in a different way. I hadn't experienced trauma like that for 20 years. That happened in like 99, 2000. Yep. And then in 2021, I experienced three traumas. And most people, like I said, I hadn't had one that big for 20 years. Right. And then I have three. Yeah. And so everybody on my podcast, 100 people now on Living a Better Story, when you ask them about the buzzsaw of life and the trauma and where did God undeniably show up for you, a Timmy question that he gave me, yeah. that you yeah. knew Timmy from the event. So where did God undeniably show up? They tie the two things together. Okay. So here's my message to your audience. If you're going through a trauma right now, look for God in it. Yeah, because he I got married. I had two brilliant, amazing, beautiful children as a result of my trauma. Mm. And then I had three last year. I launched Living a Better Story. I moved houses. I met you. I met Deb. I met Jessica. There's there's just yeah. dozens of ripple effect that occurred as a result of those three traumatic events. So you could tend to shrivel up and shrink and go, wow, how am I going to ever do this? Or you can say, awesome, God, man, this sucks. Can you please show up for me? Cause I need you. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that's, that's um, yeah, that's what's happened. I'm going to pull this out of you. I'm going to make you tell it. I mean, so we had the first, did your son's accident happen right before the first living a better story event, right in the middle of where right? it was? Yeah. Two was weeks it? prior, man. February okay. So 17th. let's, let's frame this for people who don't know. Let's go back in time a little bit. You've got to tell about the vision of living a better story and then how you and I got connected. So start. Well, with and, and even before that, let me set the precedent with the first traumatic event. Okay. Cancel culture media is a real thing. Yep. And yep. I was thrown darts at me and my company. And as a result, we went from 1.4 million to 650,000. Boom. Yeah. Well, instantly. And it's, attributable to a 90 second hit piece story done by the media. So I'm going in going, wow, I'm condemned, not just by the media, but by peers and friends and even a little bit of family like, oh, whoa, Chad, you, what, what is going on? So, so I got to feel what it must have felt like to a one tenth of 1% degree. What did Jesus feel like? He didn't do anything wrong. All he was was love. Yeah. And yet the world turned on him. So that was the start of 2021. A couple of weeks later, it's February 3rd. It's our anniversary. We go skiing up in the mountains. My son, my daughter comes, her boyfriend at the time. Awesome day. Two weeks later, we get the phone call. Ring, ring. And it was, he called my, mom, uh, my wife and says, hey, I've been in an accident. Send an ambulance. And, and we're like, what, what, a car accident? I'm kind of trying to listen in. What, a car accident? No, no. Of, of cooking accident and half of my face has been burned off and both of my hands have been burned on both sides. Mm. Mm. So you just go, okay. And then the first two minutes, the shock hasn't set in yet, right? It's just like when someone passes away, you're kind of like, okay, you had a hand hit you. My wife gets it very quickly. She's like, okay, I'm getting in the car, bye. And I'm like, wait, 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 let's finish dinner. <laughs> no, that's like, cause we're there with my wife, my daughter and our nephew and niece and we're babysitting them for the weekend got it so 
so that was the scene. So then it's like, okay, Todd, what do we do? Call my brother. And so then she goes there, they get picked up. And then I go to the other, to the burn center and I wait for three hours and I'm on my hands and knees praying to God going, God, I trust you. I have faith. Your will be done in this. If, if my son's burned and you can't recognize his face, may that be for your glory. Like whatever happens is meant to happen. So, so then three hours later, he gets there and, and his face, you know, it was fully burned. Half of his hair was burned off and charred. Both hands were just completely missing the skin on both sides. So, so my wife and I just prayed, I posted on LinkedIn and I have 20,000 followers. And I said, Hey, please pray for my son. I showed a picture of a mountain that says faith on it. Mm. And so instantly I ran to Jesus. I, I sprinted where some people are like, how could you let this happen? It's like, no, no, God, he, he's there yeah. to pick up the pieces, man. Absolutely. He's yes. not the one with the two by four. Right. And a lot of people get that wrong. So we pray, it gets out to the United Airlines Pilots Association and the, it, like thousands of people are praying and commenting. And you could feel it. You're like, whoa, this is coming to my son. Yeah. And this is neat. So it went from bad to worse because by day seven, it was just, they peel off your skin every day. They scrape it off in a bath. And, and then they're like, hey, we think we're gonna have to take half his thigh and put it on his face and sew it on. Mm. And they're like, but we do have this new treatment that we're considering using. We'll see if we're able to do it. Night before, there's no way we can do it. We're going to have to take half a stock. Day of the, so we pray all night. My mom was up all night. Mm. Faith, 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 faith. And I literally fell to my knees on the way to the parking lot that night. And I'm like, God, I've never asked you for a miracle. I've asked you for things, but never for a miracle. And I was like, please, in your name, just give us a miracle that the only way it could be described as a miracle. Yeah. And that was my prayer. And then the next day he's in good spirits. He's ready to go into surgery. And then they're like, we're going to still see if we can do the resell treatment, but we're not sure. They come out and they're like, good news. We only took an inch and we, and we mixed, we did the resell treatment. It has a 50% chance of taking. So the gauze is on two weeks later, man, they start to unwrap the gauze and it's like, Whoa, then the nose is the last piece. And we're like, that was really one of the worst parts. And then they took that off and it was just like yours and on my nose right now. Miracle, miracle, miracle. So I had the luxury of having known God that he's there for me, even when I'm not there for him when I was a kid. Yep. And having the ability to come back, he'll take me back anytime, seven times 77 to infinity. Yeah. And yeah. so being able to say, Wow, now I'm in another trauma this year, just three weeks later. Remember, before I said it felt like what it must have been, what it must have felt like to be Jesus. Now, now I get to feel like what it's like to be God. Like, holy cow. My son yeah. is burned. Yeah. I would do anything for him. I would die myself for him. Mm -hmm. And now he's experiencing these burns. Mm. And so faith, 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 he was healed. So that's that's really we were working on living a better story already. Yeah. And that experience just helped me to see everybody. It doesn't matter if you're where you're from, what your background is, how many times you've sinned. If we can take on the view of God is everybody is the same precise value. Mm. Yeah.
right? Uh, like yeah. seeing people. So at the last Living a Better Story retreat, Jonathan, a guy from Southeastern Food Bank said, Chad, the gift I see in you is you, you see people the way Jesus would see people. Mm. And you have that skill set. And, I, and, and I've always done that. You know, I, I just, it doesn't matter if your shortcomings in certain areas, you're not, you're perfectly made in God's image to be the puzzle piece that you are. Yeah. You matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what, tell people who don't know what living a better story is. I mean, you and I keep talking about it. What was the vision for it? And kind of as God, I love the way that God does this, right? You're like, this is what this is going to be. And then God's like, yeah, yeah. You go and build it. And then he turns it into something beautiful, much more beautiful than you could have ever imagined. Tell the story of living a better story. Well, what's neat is Eric had used living a better story on your website yeah. in a in a paragraph or something, right? It wasn't like a movement or it was part of your message that, hey, you're living a good story. What if you could be living a better one? It's just yeah. a simple question. So when when Eric flew to Florida and presented at Board of Advisors, where I'm part of, and posed that question to the audience, it just, it stuck with me. And I was like, wait a second, that's a really good question. Yeah. And so if you think of before and after Jesus, BC, right? Before yeah. Christ, after Christ. Yeah. And it's like, you're living a good story. What if you could be living? So here's the before and after. Once you discover that you are made perfectly and you're saved by grace and that nothing you do can earn the favor of God, you already have his favor. Yep. Helping others understand that there is a living a better story on the other side, no matter what, right? Just by having a relationship, accepting that you're made for a purpose man like that's that's where it was born and then i remember going to you i'm like hey is it okay if we use this phrase because <laughs> i think it's really it's really starting and so the, the way we met is someone heard you on a podcast from board of advisors yeah um, yeah marlon yeah so he said hey you need to meet eric donovan and and so that's how we met then you came to board of, we met for breakfast like a week after we talked uh, on the phone yep. Yeah, spent two three hours before you came a day early to come to come meet up. So that's the other part here is listen to when God talks to you and pray on it because there's false prophets. There's you know sure. all kinds of stuff. But every true believer that has a relationship with the Creator, I find says, you know what? Let me just pray on that for a day. I'll get back to you. And 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 it's it's just a, when you go to the source and you go to it's like Memphis Sort Hub at FedEx where I worked right there's this there's the middle <laughs> and so we all rely on that we may not see eye to eye on certain things but we see eye to eye on one thing <laughs> that's for sure well I mean we go back to what you and I were talking about is like pray um, you know read your Bible and act um, the other thing too that I just, when we talk about success and kind of what's going on with you know living a better story is sometimes. God will give you this is my experience. Sometimes God will give you a gift that is not yours to keep or hold on to. Mm. So if you were to go look at all of our marketing right now, living a better story is not there anymore. Um, we we are now talking about redefining success. It was our gift for a season to let go of. Wow. Um, and so you look at, you know, sometimes success means that I hold on as tightly as I can to something, you know, the world would say, you had that idea, you came up with it, hold on to it, protect it, trademark it. It's like, no, 
or let God go use it wherever he's going to use it and release it. Um, and do we ever see that? Do we ever stop for a moment and go, you know what? That was mine for us. That was God's gift to me. And I was the steward for a season and God brought another steward for that message. And it's not mine anymore. It's funny because just yesterday I talked to a person who went to prison for 12 years for murder, was charged with murder. He's got a, a, a story about all of it. Like, and it was an accidental. It was one, it, you know, there really is some behind the scenes to it, but he served his time and found God and he was holding on to, Hey, I'm doing, building this acreage. I need you to sign an NDA before I can talk to you about it. And I'm like, wait, we're building a 60 acre farm in Florida. If you tell me something and we use it, that's great. We should all share in God's yeah. glory and pass it on. So it's, it's interesting that we got to this part of the conversation, given that that was just a conversation yesterday. That is. Um, where Living a Better Story is, it's a podcast. There's a hundred interviews, 30 minutes each, roughly. Yep. Highly encourage you to subscribe to it. We do one a week. For 30 days, we did a 30-day blitz of one a day. Oh, wow. Because you'll hear people, their childhood dreams. There's a handful of people had squelched childhood dreams, so that's rough. Most of us have a a positive outlook on life. Then we go through a buzzsaw moment or moments yep. and then God undeniably shows up for us and it's time and time again. So getting to know that other people go through similar peaks and valleys, like we talked about earlier, yeah. is um, it's important to get that. Then there's a book called Be Extraordinary mm. and it takes the four day intensive that we do and experience and puts it into a book format and also exposes the top two questions from those podcasts. What's your buzzsaw moment and where did God undeniably show up? And it puts it in a condensed format so that you can read three or four stories as part of childhood section. And then you go through an experiential exercise with your small group. So it's a highly transformational workshop that has been delivered to 1.3 million people and now is available in bite-sized chunks via chapters and Zoom meetings. Wow. So if someone wants to learn more about the Living a Better Story event, where, where do they go? Go to livingabetterstory.org. Okay. And you'll see the events. Uh, we have not updated the new one, but I'm told we're having one in June because Robert <laughs> said, say it so. And two people already said, I want to come to your next event. So it's, I was, I was honestly, after this one, I'm like taking my foot off the gas and, and God's like, no, no, no. And he pushed my foot back down to the pedal. <laughs> so who should, who should consider attending? Who, who's the right person? What's the, how Man, do I know that just, I need if to you, come? If you have a queasy feeling when you wake up in the morning, like, oh, I'm just, uh, is today going to be good? I'm not sure about my job. I'm not sure. It's, you know, I've been married for 20 years. Is, you know, are we still in love? Um, my finances aren't right. I, should I move across the country? Any kinds of questions where you're not in full congruence with, with what God intended you to be. Mm -hmm. Mm. come you're living a good story you can be living a better one and i promise you it starts with complete your past not forget it complete it think of a book 12 chapters chapter one oh that was that was cool chapter two oh that's terrible i don't even want to think about that well you have to be able to complete it and move the page so complete your past then now that you've completed it you've left the baggage behind you've taken off one guy jarvis put on a backpack and he goes, here's what I was doing. I was like carrying it. 
Then I was putting it on the ground, but walking around it, it was, it was keeping me kind of tied to it, even mm. though I took it off my back, but I was walking in a circle. Now it's behind. And there's, there's Bible quotes that even David said, leave my stuff at the door. Yeah. And it's like, wow. So leave that behind. Then tell the truth about your current reality. When you look around as simple as like, I have a dresser and there was, it was a little bit cluttered with two things on it. And this happened maybe two years ago after one of these first events. And I'm like, why is that there? And it, it just causes you to slow down the tape. If you're having a challenge with your significant other, have the conversation, yeah. but it causes you to just slow things down a little and then create your future or live a better story. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's the three things we help you do on one of the weekends. And so what it's typically takes place on a weekend during the week, where what's the fly I mean, in on a Wednesday, leave on a Sunday. We have dinner Wednesday night and then it's 10 to 12 hour days, usually more like 12. Yeah. And but you don't feel that it's 12. Um, we were starting to do them at different places around the country. And then God showed me, OK, get a place in the mountains. And um, and, and I was like, well, OK, so or get a place 2.5 miles from your parents' house. So that's where we ended up. So okay. we've got the room to, to have four or five people stay at the house. Okay. And then when we get to 10, 12, 15, then we, we rent an Airbnb a mile away, two miles away. And then we bring everybody back in the next day. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that's good. what's happened in a year. <laughs> hey, so you talked about Be Extraordinary. What about any other books and uh, other than the Bible? Because a lot of people refer to the Bible. It's a great book, but any other books other than the, other than the Bible you'd recommend to our listeners? You know, it, I, I mean, there's a new kids book that we just put out that goes with Be Extraordinary. It's called okay. Be Your True Colors. Okay. And the intent is these fish are swimming upstream and they're all gray. It's like the it's like the show The Chosen, right? They're all gray. Yeah, they're just yeah. swimming and they're kind of just going with the flow this way, this way, this way. And then one fish goes, whoa, 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 whoa. If we go downstream, the ocean is over there. And, and so then that one fish who turns discovers their beautiful colors, right? Orange and yellow and green and colors. And it's like, whoa. And so then they start, the one fish starts convincing the other fish to turn the other way and go, wait, be you. Don't just follow the flow, you know, learn what your extraordinary is. So being able to open a communication with your kids that it's okay to be themselves. Sometimes we have, we want to impress our uh, shortcomings on our kids. Mm -hmm. It's important that we don't do that. It's important that we let them be who they're meant to be and encourage yeah. that. And this book helps you do that. That's amazing. That's amazing. Chad, if somebody's listening and they're like, I want to get in touch with Chad, or I want to know more about what's going on. So we've got livingabetterstory.org. What are other ways that people can kind of follow the work that you're doing, the things that are going on with you? Yeah, there's um, there's a, the podcast is there. There's a blog there. Um, the business side is xhuman, X-H-U-M-N dot A-I. And so that was just recently done at the start of the year. Um, you can, you know, I'm happy to talk to someone. I don't say, hey, I'll charge you $300 and we could spend, you know, normally it'd be 3000 I don't do that cheesy <laughs> stuff. So if you want to talk and I can add any value in your life, you know, I'm, maybe I can't meet once a week, but I'd love, I'm, I'm more than happy to invest a half hour to an hour, just have a talk. So email me chat at livingabetterstory.org. 
Yeah. And I'm happy to jump on a call. The only you. thing we didn't get into, I just want you real quick, the new messaging, which I love you guys put on the sweatshirts and everything before we wrap this up is what for living a better story. What do you want to make sure that people know? Well, Daryl Stinson was supposed to be an NFL football player. He was college number 79 in the nation for amazingness, speed, agility. He raced some of these amazing NFL players. And then he got hurt back injury. He prayed, he didn't even have God. He didn't even know of it. He didn't have that advantage as a kid that I had. So he prayed one day and said, God, if you're real, he's ready to take himself, you know, out. And he prayed, he goes, if you're real, God, you know, show yourself. Well, that mustard seed, a woman comes from across the way in the same, in the psych ward he was in and said, Hey, Jesus told me to come say hi to you because I don't even come to your side, but I'm here telling you God exists. Jesus is real. And then his grandma comes within another hour. She's there, flew across the country and doesn't even fly wow. and said, Hey, I'm here for you. So, uh, the message that w- when he started seeing the matter, matter stuff going on as a, six foot seven 240 pound african-american young man with a nice split in his teeth that he's very proud of these days because he's taken ownership of his extraordinary he came out with this you matter mm. Mm. and that's that's the thing i would put even you matter to christ right he's yeah. your god's your real father at the end of the day right we have adoptive fathers and they're our parents imagine god seeing you loving you creating you man he never fails so if we can remember that you matter to God, yeah, wow, that's a pretty big thing. And it really caused you to say, huh, if I really matter to God, then I got to tell other people they matter too. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Chad, thank you so much. Livingabetterstory.org. I think that everyone who's listening needs to at least go check that out. Listen to some of the podcasts, get to know a little bit more about what they're doing. It's beautiful to just kind of see what it's grown into since you and I first connected over this entire idea and concept. Chad, I appreciate you being here today. Um, Thank you everyone for listening. We'll see you again next week. God bless you. God's peace. Eric L. Dunavit here. Thank you so much for joining us for Redefining Success, the Kingdom Builder Spotlight. If you're a business owner or a family who is actively redefining success or have thoughts on kingdom impact or generational prosperity, and you would like to be a guest on the show, then I invite you to apply. Visit www.ericldunavant.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to share that either through text or social media. Take a screenshot of the show and share that and share what you learned. If you know anyone that should be a guest on our show, we would also love for you to connect us to them. The best way to do that is to use hashtag redefining success. I love to read your thoughts and shares on social media. And we also are honored just to get any recommendations of people that you think we should be interviewing on the show. We are constantly adding new content, adding new podcasts. So first and foremost, I'm going to recommend that you subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Also, you all of your likes, your reviews, your shares, 
all of that makes a big difference to the show. So if you'll include those when you can, we definitely appreciate it. If you'd like to get in touch with me, visit www.ericl360.com and all of my connections to social and other ways to get in touch with me are there. This is Eric L. Donovan, the Mindset Disruption Strategist, signing off. Until next time.